Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Hour Time Podcast, the podcast for Watch Geeks by Watch Geeks. I'm John Biggs. I'm Victor Marks. And I'm Nicholas DeLeon. And today on the show, we have an exciting cavalcade of watches, including the Hidden Coast. Ooh. Lads, welcome. I was I was MIA for the past couple episodes. How did we do? Uh, well, we didn't record last week. I think we were actually all simultaneously a little busy uh, last week. Uh, but overall, it's been it's been uh, it's been okay. I think, right, Victor? Oh, we we had a huge listenership bump. We've got more people than ever before. It's fantastic. Huge numbers, huge. How huge. Do, do we have? Do we have eighteen million? Yes. How many listeners I think do we 19 have? Does anybody million. do anybody listen to us? I haven't checked the stats in a while. It was around. It was. It's, let's call it roughly five hundred, give or take five hundred. 500 people listen to this mess. That's also with very little promotion. Very little promotion. Uh, we don't Arguably the best very little secret. effort. <laughs> it's a secret, man. We are the best. Although best I will say, in our defense, we sound amazing. Like the audio <laughs> uh, fidelity of this podcast really rivals like some of the big guys, let's say. So a round of applause, I think, for us. We sound okay. Well, so that's good. So yeah, like the, the, other, pod, the other episode, watch podcasts are like, Rolex. Rolex. Yeah. yeah. I don't think there are any more watch podcasts, are there? Oh, yeah. Who who, are, who does a watch podcast? So uh, Ariel's got one. Oh, yeah. Oh, does he? Uh, Hodinky's got one. I don't know if James Stacy is still doing his. I believe he is. His. I actually like those guys. The The Scottish watch lads do theirs. So let's put it this way: we're the only we're the only watch watch podcast that doesn't take itself too seriously. I suppose. I think we uh, do a good job of keeping it keeping it chill, keeping it cool, keep it chill. You know what? That's yeah. what, that's what we should call ourselves. Le, the the podcast do chill. Yeah, that's fine. Isn't that, a, isn't that a thing? What are we wearing right now? What watches are we wearing? What? <laughs> Not like clothing. <laughs> yeah. Jeans. Well, I'll start. Uh, I have the, and we have a story on the site, and we actually, I'm pretty sure we have like the only semi-professional photos published on the internet of the new Seiko Land Tortoise. Land it Tortoise. Basically, a mix between, uh, it's got a, a turtle case and a compass bezel, and I got a, the gilt version, uh, so the kind of black and gold. Uh, it's on a black leather strap. To me, why I immediately purchased it was because it was it is slightly smaller than uh, the turtle, the king turtle. It's kind of like in between the uh, the baby turtle. God, there's so many turtles. It's a good size for someone with a smaller wrist. Let's put it. Let's put it that way. So it's a smaller. So it's a smaller. Uh, what you call it's it? It's a smaller right? turtle, basically. And there's a couple varieties. Like I said, I got the gilt one. I'm, I actually kind of regret getting the gilt one because it's it's like you feel guilty I, about that. Yeah. Well, yes, I feel guilty about that. I feel the guilt is like a little slightly trying to be fancy. And then this turtle shape is like not at all very fancy. So it's kind of a clash, a clash a little bit. I wish I had gotten the beige, just kind of field watch style. Uh, but you know, $500, uh, you know, not a huge investment, obviously, uh, standard and it's 35, I believe. So, I mean, I'm sure everyone listening to this has a million, uh, watches powered by that movement. Uh, it's good. It's fine. I, I hadn't bought a watch in a, in a little while. Uh, but yeah, if folks want to read my full impressions, they're on the site, uh, wristwatchreview.com. Uh, but yeah, I, I would I, I would allow it, I guess. You would allow it? You like that yeah. one? Yeah, it's fine. It's, 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 it's fine. Cool. Uh, Very cool. <laughs> it's fine. I paid but you, it. But yeah. you paid for it, right? You paid. I did pay for this with my own cash, hard. You paid cash money for it. 
Not even Bitcoin. I paid real U.S. dollars. Technically, I, I, I spent Japanese yen because I got it from a Japanese retailer. Uh, so conversions uh, being a thing, I spent yen on it, I guess. Uh, but yeah, it is. It is uh, got the date at four thirty. It's kind of interesting. It's a fairly basic three hander. Not, nothing, you know, nothing really. Going so, on here. so where but, are you going to wear this thing? Like, what's what was the what, what hole was it filling uh, for you? I don't know. I think I just saw it on Instagram and I was like, that a turtle my size, great. Uh, I think that was the uh, the rationale. That was the rationale. There. So, yeah. so would you buy? So, do you buy stuff on Instagram? Do you like do you like Instagram for that? No, kind I don't. Of thing? Well, I bought i I've bought two things off directly off Instagram. One was like a soccer related uh, kind of jersey, basically, uh, and the other was a box of pretzels. Uh, a couple of weeks ago was National Pretzel Day, and oh, I got an nice. ad for pretzels, and I was like, you know what? That looks delicious. Uh, and the pretzels were fine. They were good. Uh, I mean, they were like $20 for a box, whereas you could spend like four for frozen pretzels at your grocery store. So slightly overpriced. Uh, but yeah, I have bought a few things off Instagram. Okay, that's, that's fine. I'm going to I'll allow it. I got, I got, the, uh, I got that stupid... Uh... Tudor or GMT finally. Did I say that yet? I think I did. I got that. Oh, one you on. bought that. I wasn't where you'd actually purchased that. Yeah, I got it. I got it. Oh, you got it. All right. Right, so I got so I got that I got the Rolex GMT. I'm screwing up the I gotta I I gotta fix the band. I replaced well, the band. You know, on you the, got the Explorer, right? It's not the Yeah, Explorer 2. Yeah. Yeah. So I so after I I took the band off, the, the Rolex band, because I'm just tired. I I just it I couldn't resize it. I was gonna destroy it. If I kept on doing it, I would they kept on messing with it the way I was messing with it, I knew I was gonna destroy it completely. Cause I got the I gotta I gotta bug up my uh my Schwanzes if I uh sure. if I can't get one of these like a simple thing to work, it just really frustrates me. Yeah. Uh, I gotta start drinking more. Um <laughs> So I got a Strapsco, I got a Strapsco strap, one of these, like, like a, just a metal, a, a steel, a steel band, just, just like regular stuff. Really nice, yeah. nice little piece. And, um, and that's it. And I just, I just swapped it out for myself and I'm a happy baby, I guess. Nice. I've been fighting with Rolex bracelets too for a while. I've got that uh, 36 millimeter Explorer that you saw me with at CES a few years ago. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, and the bracelet on that was never great. It was an aftermarket and I've been struggling because i'm not ponying up the money for a, a official bracelet because they're like two thousand bucks now so i've been been fooling around trying to get one that fits and it's frustrating same way just trying to get the end links right and everything it's just so annoying but that's not what i'm wearing today what i'm wearing today is the super affordable super super vintage vibe time xq that patrick wrote about no i like this yeah like that one time xq so that's like uh the original so, skew or one of the uh, it's, it's one of the reissues. I got the reissue with the Pepsi bezel on it. Okay. And it turns out that you can change the bracelet on those for Casio bracelets. Really? Yeah. The the Casios of the, the 80s that uh, were the, the metal digital watches yeah. fit the Timex Q perfectly. How does it look? It looks it, brilliant. It, it looks like I've got an oyster bracelet on the Timex Q, which is <laughs> really a nice style. Pretty, pretty classy. You should yeah. send a pic so I can I put it in the show notes. Totally will. All right. Thank you. Pretty classy is all I want to say. Really excited for you. Thank you. Um, you know, I saw a YouTube video just the other day, something along the lines of like affordable watches that even watch snobs are okay with. Wow. And on the list was the Timex Q. 
So there you go. I, I agree with that. That would make the list. What else did they suggest so I can disagree with something? Uh, I, you know, I don't remember offhand. Uh, I can, I can check in the background. <laughs> Fine. But I remember seeing the, the Timex queue because like, I have that. Hooray. All right. Yeah. What do we want to talk about? We got the, uh, we got, did you guys see the hidden, the hidden coast? Tell us about the hidden coast. So this is a, this is a, uh, this is a Casio joint that they're doing. It's got a little bit of, uh, it's got a little bit of, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of classy. Uh, where is it? There it is. So it's basically all your G shocks. You got your standard, you got your standard G shocks, the, uh, the Casio, uh, the GA 2000, the GA 2100 called the Casio and the GA 90, which is a little bit simpler, right? No, they're um, making a Casio mini now. Casio what? They're going to make a Casio mini, a smaller one, than the big one. Oh, a little one? Yes, I did see it, and, and in different colors as well. Yeah. All right, so you got the Casio, and it's pretty nice. It comes in blue, and like it's like translucent, green and orange, and it's got some nice. I got some pictures up there. Then you got the uh, then you got the GA two thousand, which is, has the is the Annie Digi, and that comes in like icy colors, like blue and white, and then uh, green and orange, which is kind of cute. And then the last one is looks like a helicopter landing pad, basically. Uh, it's military, military. So it looks like something oh, yeah, you I could wear, that. you could wear while storming the Bay of Pigs or while uh, going to a pig pig roast. So either way, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. Either way, you could wear either you could wear it in either of those situations. They're priced okay though. They top out at one thirty. One thirty. One time. One thirty. Yeah. Again, I'm like if you're gonna, so I always, I always used to say get a get an orange monster, but after the new orange monsters, I'm not very impressed. I don't like the new design, huh. and Tassot is a little bit more expensive now. So it's a lot of these guys have just kind of like lost lost the plot when it comes to affordability. So yeah, and G Shock and Casio is doing the right thing. They're basically making all kinds of crazy colorways to make you feel like, oh, I better buy this one so it'll go with my whatever my shoes or whatever. Well, that's like Chris Martin of Coldplay, right? He has a G Shock in every color. I don't, I'm not sure that's every color because that would require like a billion G-Shocks because I believe our eyes could see like billions of colors. Every time you see a picture of Chris Martin from Coldplay, which which apparently I do far too often, I go looking for them, he's yeah. got a different colored G-Shock on. Really? I yeah. didn't know that. Well, none of us none of us are looking at any pictures of Chris Martin. Okay. I have not thought of Coldplay <laughs> in about a decade. <sighs> right. I see that I'm all alone here. That's okay. <laughs> Viva La Vida. That's the last but, one. But since we're talking about affordable-ish watches, and and that Seiko Monster was a what like a two hundred three hundred dollar watch, right? The Orange Monster in its in its heyday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Ver V A E R Nicholas, you reviewed one of their divers a while back, right? Uh, in the winter, yes. Yeah. So they've taken that diver and they've put a solar powered movement in it. So it's it's a quartz watch. It's solar powered, and it's I, I want to say, off the top of my head, like two seventy five. And for me, this is becoming like the idea of what an apocalypse watch should be. I have this vision of an apocalypse watch where you know, say that the world is falling apart, society is failing, and you're stuck in the wilderness, and you need something that's going to simply just work. And a mechanical movement doesn't quite get it because a mechanical movement will eventually fail, right? It will either the oils yes. will dry out or you'll hit a shock on something and it'll break. Um, it's, it's just not built for life, even though they're nice and we love them. Um, a quartz watch is eventually going to run out of battery. But, but a solar powered movement means that as long as the sun hasn't died, you're in good shape. Yeah, but you really can't, you can't really depend on, uh, can't really depend on the sun not dying. If the sun dies, we're all dead anyway. 
Uh, you don't know that. Maybe uh, like what, what like, plant life is going to survive absent the sun? There's people who don't eat eat eat, eat vegetables. Like a, like a guy who eats just like chicken tenders and stuff. He could survive. He'd make he'd he'd make it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but what do chicken tenders eat? What the chicken tenders eat? It's just chicken slurry. <laughs> There's plenty of that. There's like, there's, there, I think, I think there's actually a chicken slurry, uh, like a, like a Fort Knox of chicken slurry. Right, right. And, but where did, what do chickens eat that before they become chicken slurry? But I'm just saying they have so much the chicken food, slurry the available. <laughs> in the food pyramid, the chicken slurry has already been made. There's so much chicken slurry. So okay. much. It's all over Fine. the place. So we can survive the heat death of the sun. We can survive the heat death of the sun as long as we have enough chicken slurry. Got it. Well, there goes my argument for buying a bear. Yeah, but I would look go buy, buy it if you want. I'm not. I'm not going to stop you. If like, I, I, it's, I, look, I, Nicholas, you reviewed the thing. Is it a nice looking watch? Uh, I actually really liked it. Yeah, uh, I think I had it for like a month. Uh, it it had very. I mean, it was very Submariner esque vibes to it, which is fine. It's it's a mix, right? They mashed they mashed a Submariner and a Seamaster. That's right. That's right. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. I did not have any particular problems with it, as I recall. This, this is like January, so it's a few months ago, but. I just, you know, I remember giving the first automatic watch that I ever gave away to a friend and he, I, I gave it to him and it was totally wound up and set and everything. He was like, that's awesome. And he went to put it on two days later and it was completely wound down and he didn't understand what, what it meant to wind his watch and what, what the deal was. He thought something was wrong with it. And so this solar powered strikes me as being like the perfect thing to give away because it's just going to work. Well, it could be a, if if we're talking about this uh, this what you call it this this dystopia this end of the world dystopia, the end, the thing is that could be sort of like a like a dowry for your for your for your uh, apocalypse sure. apocalypse partner, right? Right. Like instead of instead of giving away like vegetables or whatever, you'd give away a watch that could run just on the sun. But then again, if it's the apocalypse, you don't really have to be anywhere. I was literally just going to say that. Do yeah. I need to know the time? Yeah. If this whole apocalypse, is yeah, it all falls apart pretty quickly. At, at that, at that point, at the point where you're looking, where you got to like really survive the apocalypse, yeah. the, the how many seconds it takes to cross the the stream of blood coming out of the yeah. uh, out of all the, I got to know is, is in the ground. Oh no, it's two p.m. All right. <laughs> <laughs> what difference does that make? Uh, I just wanted to uh, uh, butt in here again. I've been looking at pictures of Chris Martin for the past five minutes. Yeah. And yeah, he definitely wears a lot of G-Shocks. I had no idea that that was a thing. Yeah. Okay, what else That's we got? Kinda, what else we got? Give me, give me something else. All right, Mayen, who is a, a Swedish watch brand. Um, we, we first reviewed them way back when they started with a quartz moon phase model. They have since graduated from that. They made a diver in 38 millimeters. They made a chronograph. Um, called Skymaster, and they are back with a GMT model. We're going to put a picture. There's no picture at the top of this post of this man. Are you kidding me? There was supposed to be. All right. Well, I'll do. I'll fix that. You keep talking. It was. It was uh, selected in the uh, the media library there. I'll fix it. You keep talking. Don't <laughs> worry. Sure right. Was. So, mm, yay WordPress. But the man GMT is is named Greenwich, and they didn't name it exactly after Greenwich Mean Time, although that's obvious. They they named it after the Dutch explorers who named Greenwich Village in uh, New York. Oh, a lovely place! I went to school in Greenwich Village. Yeah, Isn't and that so fun? this is this is totally their thing Thanks, because John, their first dive watch was named Hudson, and so they've they've gone ahead and they've done this. They're using a Swiss Tech movement, which is a a decent movement. Is it quartz? It's, uh, it, no, it's it's automatic. All right. It's automatic, 40 hours power reserve, 28, 800 uh, vibrations per hour. 
And they've got a couple of different variations, right? They've got a black dial with the orange 24-hour hand. They've got the, uh, the patisserie dial in blue where it's, uh, it's, it's been machined on the dial surface, which is very cool. It's just a nice watch. It's a 38-millimeter case, so it's a comfortable wear, but it's not overly large. 780 it's it's about seven hundred eighty bucks, yeah. All right, I'll, I'll I'll allow it. I'll allow it. I mean, I like that. I like that. I like this the strap. The strap's nice. That's that 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 textured yes. rubber. It reminds me of that piece. Oh, I have to. I actually have to write that guy up. Uh, Bell and Ross sent me a sent me the uh, that super super loom monster, and it had it had a super like it's thin kind of kind of wonky strap on it, but I kind of liked it. One once I got used to it, I enjoyed it. Yeah. I compared the strap to the kind of thing you'd see on an Aquanaut because it's got that same kind of texture to the top of it. All right. Again, I'll allow it this, this one time. I don't, I don't usually do that, but I think I'm going to give it a, I'm going to give it a Thank moment. You. Generous Thank you for being flexible. Yeah, this is, just, I feel, I feel like a new man. You know what I mean? The world the is, sun's out. The yeah. world is my oyster. Summertime. Summertime and the living is what? Easy. Yes. Easy. And no dystopia. No dystopia. We're all going to be fine. There's literally no way a dystopia could happen right now. Everything's going to be fine. Um, all right. What else we got? I, you know, I don't know. I feel like we blazed through the cool stuff right away. We definitely did. <sighs> what, are we wearing? what are we wearing in the summer? What, what watches are we going to wear in the summer? And what are, I mean, what's a good summer watch generally? Okay. So what are the things you do in the summer, right? Are you going to the pool at all? Well, do you do you wear do you wear a do you wear a what call it to this to the pool? Do you wear a submariner to the pool? Do you wear I mean, a I've, fancy I've worn dive watch to the pool? Yes. Well, but do you wear a fancy dive watch to the pool? I mean, look, do you see where I'm going with this? Say, say I got it. Say I got my Explorer on. Whatever, nine K yeah. now. Apparently, the price has gone up on this on this on this yacht. Yeah, it's so, nuts. It depresses me. So it goes up. So I'm swimming around. I'm flo- I'm floating, flipping and flopping, and then somebody does Marco Polo and they slam me into the wall and I crack it up against the cement. And then what happens? Am yeah. I a happy baby? No, I'm not a happy no, baby. No, why not? So I don't. So so. So you're not wearing the sub to the pool. But then again, if you want to be like cool, dude, you gotta you gotta wear the sub to the pool. Isn't that the, isn't that the answer? Are you going in the pool or just like so to the pool? I'm, I'm going to quote out? John Biggs to John Biggs here. I'm yeah. The legendary John Biggs, who I I love and adore, has said for years, no one is looking at your watch. I believe him. <sighs> okay, and, well, that's actually, that's a good point. And, and the people that are looking at your watch are are not people you need to be impressing. <laughs> that's a funny, right? Would you agree with that corollary? Uh, I would. Agree. Yes. I would, yes. Okay. So so if that's the case, what about like the original orange monster? I would do that. Like well so so what I'll do is I'll wear it I'll wear it to so uh, I'll wear it to so Sea Star. Yeah. That I just have lying around that I'll wear that. And I'll wear that to the pool. It's it gives me a little bit of uh gives me a little it, it makes me feel good because I know that I'm wearing a Swiss watch to the pool. Right. There's a little cred there. Yeah. But it's not nine K worth of cred. Yeah, and if I was hanging out with with Victor, he'd be like, "Oh, what's that?" And I'd say, "Oh, that's a uh, that's a that's a sea star," and he'd be like, "Oh, that's great! Awesome. I love that one. Yeah. That's awesome. That's a nice that's a nice piece, right?" Yeah, but I don't have to like impress everybody. But then again, if I'm if I know Victor, a, he would totally approve of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So so I'm fine. Uh, so I guess I guess that's okay. I think I would go with a uh, SKX 007. 
Yeah, exactly. A 007. I got, I got an 07 on a jangly Jubilee bracelet. And it's just like a perfect little vintage watch, but the same as the Tissot Seastar. There's not a whole long, a lot of money sunk into this thing. Yes. I think I, ha- I have a, one of the Citizen Promasters, I guess. Uh, that would probably be the pool watch because uh, it costs nothing. Uh, it it looks fine. Uh, and it feels it feels seaworthy. I don't know. I feel like you could knock it around and not really have to worry about it. So that would be my pick. Yeah, that's the I th- yeah that's that's what you want. You want something seaworthy. I think is the answer. And there's not a lot of watches that are seaworthy. Well, so no one is going 200 meters down in the pool, right? Yeah, we're not we're not crazy. All you really need is like 50 to 80 meters of water resistance to be splashing around in the pool, right? Yeah, that's yeah. That would, that, that's the lies we tell ourselves. I need 300 meters. <laughs> well, look. What if I what if I go out into the uh, what if I go deep into the ocean? Uh, what if I like go sailing uh, with with my lads? Even sailing, you aren't falling overboard, are you? Well, maybe I will. Although that brings up a good question. If we're doing sailing, do you need to have a yacht master kind of watch? Do you need a regatta? Oh yeah, watch? definitely. Because <laughs> you need. Because I mean, how are you? Gonna, how else are you gonna? How else are you gonna? Got to time the starts off the line yeah, for the you, regatta yeah, race. If, if I if I got my if I got my super yacht, my hydrofoil, and uh, I want to beat Larry Ellison at his own yeah. game, I can't do it with. I can't do how it. How are we going to win the cup without watch? Yeah. And I don't know if you remember the movie Summer Rental. If I'm going to be John Candy in that film, I'm going to what am I? I'm going to need a I'm going to need an old old uh, fish restaurant that's actually a boat, and I need a couple kids, and I'm going to beat old man uh, what's his name Willikers in the yacht and the yacht race, and I'm going to win back uh, the fish restaurant. I think is the I think was the plot yeah. of that. It sounds good to me. I'll take yeah. your word for it. All right. Anyway, okay. So wear your wear your Seikos to the beach. Don't wear your fancy ones unless you need to. Unless you have to go to like some fancy place, but then be expected to be broken. That's I think that's the answer. This has been the Our Time Podcast. I'm John Candy. I'm Old Man Willikers. Uh, I don't know these movies, so I'm. Have you ever seen Summer Rental? No, I actually have no idea what you're talking about. It sounds delightful. You got to watch Summer Rental. It's the best. John Candy. John Candy is a like a stressed out, uh, stressed out uh, uh, flight guy. He's in the in the flight tower. <laughs> He's a air okay. air traffic air, controller. Air traffic controller. And they go to they go to a, get a summer rental, and they go walk into a house, and it turns okay. out it's not it's not the house that they had rented. And I will, won't spoil the surprise for you what happens okay. and whose Thank house you. it is. But it for the eighties, it was pretty racy. And then, uh, and then they get a really cheese and cheesy garbage house that they have to go live in. And then there's like, there's like one, it's, it's one laugh. It's a laugh riot all the way through. All right. John Candy, RIP. Thank you for listening. This has been the Our Time Podcast. We will see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Our Time Show, the official podcast of wristwatchreview.com. Feel free to email us at tips at wristwatchreview.com with your feedback and suggestions. And please be sure to visit wristwatchview.com and wristwatchview on Instagram for more fun watch content. Have a nice day.